Hello and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I am your reader today. Today is Friday the 25th of March and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 22nd of Adar 2. This week our parasha or Torah portion, is Shemini, which means eighth. This will be the sixth reading, the sixth Aliyah, Leviticus 11, 1 through 32. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, These are the living things which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth whatever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, and chews the cud among the animals, that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat of those that chew the cud, or of those who part the hoof. The camel, because it chews the cud but does not have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. And the coney, because it chews the cud but does not have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. And the hare, because it chews the cud, but does not have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. And the pig, because it has a split hoof, and is cloven-footed, but does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. You shall not eat their meat. You shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. These you may eat of all that are in the waters, Whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, that you may eat. All that do not have fins and scales in the seas and rivers, all that move in the waters, and all the living creatures that are in the waters, they are an abomination to you, and you shall detest them. You shall not eat of their meat, and you shall detest their carcasses. Whatever has no fins nor scales in the waters is an abomination to you. You shall detest these among the birds. They shall not be eaten because they are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, any kind of black kite, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that walk on all fours are an abomination to you, yet you may eat these. Of all winged creeping things that go on all fours, which have long jointed legs for hopping on the earth. Even of these you may eat any kind of locust, any kind of katydid, any kind of cricket, and any kind of grasshopper. 
But all winged creeping things which have four feet are an abomination to you. By these you will become unclean. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries any part of their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every animal which has a split hoof that is not completely divided or does not chew the cud is unclean to you. Everyone who touches them shall be unclean. And whatever goes on its paws among all animals that go on all fours, they are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. And he who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. These are they which are unclean to you among the creeping things that creep on the earth. The weasel, the rat, any kind of great lizard, the gecko, and the monitor lizard, the wall lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. These are they which are unclean to you among all that creep. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until the evening. Anything they fall on when they are dead shall be unclean, whether it is any vessel of wood or clothing or skin or sack, whatever vessel it is with which any work is done, it must be put into water and it shall be unclean until the evening. Then it will be clean. That was Leviticus 11, verses 1 through 32. Today's portion from the prophets is Isaiah 21. The burden of the wilderness of the sea. As whirlwinds in the south sweep through, it comes from the wilderness, from an awesome land. A grievous vision is declared to me. The treacherous man deals treacherously, and the destroyer destroys. Go up, O Elam. Lay siege, O media, I will put an end to all her groaning. Therefore my thighs are filled with anguish, pains have seized me, like the pains of a woman in labor. I am in so much pain that I cannot hear. I so am dismayed that I cannot see. My heart flutters, horror has frightened me, the twilight that I desired has been turned into fear for me. They prepare the table, they set the watch, they eat, they drink. Rise up, you princes, oil the shield, for the Lord said to me, Go set a watchman, let him declare what he sees. When he sees a troop, horsemen in pairs, a troop of donkeys, a troop of camels, he shall listen diligently with great attentiveness. He cried like a lion, Lord, I stand continually on the watchtower in the daytime, and every night I stay at my post. Behold, here comes a troop of men, horsemen in pairs. He answered, Fallen, fallen is Babylon. All the engraved images of her gods are broken to the ground. You are my threshing and the grain of my floor. That which I have heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have declared to you. The Burden of Duma 
One calls to me out of Seil, Watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? The watchman said, The morning comes, and also the night. If you will inquire, inquire and come back again. The Burden on Arabia In the forest of Arabia you will lodge, your car- you caravans of Dedanites. Bring water for the thirsty. The inhabitants of the land of Tema meet the fugitives with bread, for they fled away from the swords, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow, and from the heat of battle. For the Lord said this to me, Within a year, as a worker bound by contract would count it, all the glory of Kedar will fail, and the residue of the number of the archers, the mighty men of the children of Kedar will be few, for the Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken it. That was Isaiah 21. Today's portion from the writings is Proverbs 5. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my understanding, that you may maintain discretion, that your lips may preserve knowledge. For the lips of an adulteress drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as wormwood, and as sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps lead straight to Sheol. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her ways are crooked, and she does not know it. Now therefore, my sons, listen to me. Do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her. Do not come near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others, and your years to the cruel one. Lest strangers feast on your wealth, and your labors enrich another man's house. You will groan at your latter end when your flesh and your body are consumed and say, How I have hated instruction and my heart despised reproof. Neither have I obeyed the voice of my teachers nor turned my ear to those who instructed me. I have come to the brink of utter ruin among the gathered assembly. Drink water out of your own cistern running water out of your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, streams of water in the public squares, let them be for yourself alone, not for strangers with you. Let your spring be blessed. Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe and a graceful deer. Let her breasts satisfy you at all times. Be captivated always with her love. For why should you, my son, be captivated with an adulteress? Why embrace the bosom of another? For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. The evil deeds of the wicked ensnare him. The cords of his sin hold him firmly. He will die for lack of instruction. In the greatness of his folly he will go astray. That was Proverbs 5. Today, our portion from the Apostles is Acts 22. 
Brothers and fathers, hear my defense which I now make to you. And when they heard that he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, they were even more quiet. He said, I am indeed a Jew, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamliel, instructed according to the strict tradition of the Torah of our fathers, being zealous for God, even as you all are today. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women, as also the Kohen Gadol and all the council of the elders testify, from whom also I received letters to the brothers, brothers and traveled to Damascus to bring them also who were there to Jerusalem in bonds to be punished. Now it happened, as I made my journey and came close to Damascus, about noon, suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me. And I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Shaul, Shaul, why are you persecuting me? So I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Yeshua of Nazareth, whom you persecute. And those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they did not understand the voice of him who spoke to me. So I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Arise and go into Damascus, and there you will be told about all things which are appointed for you to do. And since I could not see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. And Hananiah, a certain devout man according to the Torah, well reported of by all the Jews who lived in Damascus, came to me and standing by me said to me, Brother Shaul, receive your sight. And in that very hour I looked up at him. And he said, The God of our fathers has appointed you to know his will and to see the tzaddik and to hear a voice from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to all men of what you have seen and heard. Now why do you wait? Arise and be immersed and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And it happened when I had returned to Jerusalem and while I prayed in the temple that I fell into a trance and saw him saying to me, Hurry and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not receive testimony concerning me from you. And I said, Lord, they themselves know that I imprisoned and beat in every synagogue those who believed in you. And when the blood of your witness Stephen was shed, I also was standing by, consenting to his death and guarding the cloaks of those who killed him. Then he said to me, Depart, for I will send you out far from here to the Gentiles. And they listened to him until he said that. Then they lifted up their voice and said, Rid the earth of this fellow, for he is not fit to live. And as they cried out and threw off their cloaks and threw dust into the air, the commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks, saying that he should be examined by scourging, so that he might know why they were shouting against him that way. But when they had tied him up with thongs, Paul asked the centurion who stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman? 
and not found guilty. When the centurion heard this, he went to the commander and told him, Watch what you are about to do, for this man is a Roman. Then the commander came and asked him, Tell me, are you a Roman? He said, Yes. And the commander answered, I bought my citizenship for a great price. And Paul said, But I was born a Roman. Then immediately those who were about to examine him departed from him, and the commander also was afraid when he realized that he was a Roman because he had bound him. The next day, desiring to know the truth about why he was accused by the Judeans, he freed him from the bonds and commanded the chief Kohanim and the council to come together and brought Paul down and set him before them. That was Acts 22. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Revelation 16 today also. Well, that concludes our readings for this episode. I want to take a minute to present a prayer request for you today. I lost the um, replies on Instagram to my story asking if anyone had a prayer request. So if I have not presented yours yet and you sent one in, please resend it to my direct messages. But I do remember this one that hasn't been presented yet. It was from a mama who said that her mother-in-law has just been in an accident and she's got she's in the ICU with terrible injuries. Uh, I mean, really, really bad. And I don't want to repeat them because I don't want to get it wrong and I don't have it anymore. But God knows exactly what's happened to this woman. So please lift her up. God knows who she is. She's in the intensive care unit right now. So pray for the mother-in-law of this busy mom that she would be receiving a touch from God and the healing that she needs. Thank you so much for praying for each other. It means so much, and it really bears fruit. God hears our prayers. If you have a prayer request that you want us to present to everyone, um, you can email them to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. Also, if you are on Instagram with us, you can direct message me there. Um, and we will be so honored to present them to all the other listeners so that we can stand together with you and approach the throne of God boldly with these requests. We also have a praise report right at the beginning of our prayer time, you know, time of uh, presenting prayer requests. We prayed for a little girl with eye problems and they're starting to see improvement. So praise God for that. Well, this is it for me. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.